Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Crazy thing about the uvula, it can grow back. Really? Yes, it can grow back. (laughs) So if you have it removed, it could grow back? It can literally grow back. Whoa. It's like a tail, but in the back of your throat. Ew. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, welcome back to another week of separation on the Random Theory Podcast. For those listening... (laughs) <laughs> we're still separated we're still because we're recording these on the same day. It is the exact same day. <laughs> so I'm still under the weather two hours later. Um, not feeling too great. Nothing, Nothing changed. changed. That's weird, no, right? Not you yet. Gotten not any yet. Better yet. But it's okay. So we're weird. fine. We're thriving. And we wanted to start something new this week. We're going to start reading your guys's uh, ratings and reviews that you leave on Apple Pods. So if you want to be shouted out on the podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review. So that means all you people on YouTube need to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review so that you get acknowledged too. Because as much as we love you on YouTube, we really want to bring yeah. you into our audio space. So leave a comment, yeah. um, leave a review. It helps out the channel so much more than you think. And we were considering doing a giveaway uh, and putting you guys into like a pool type of deal if you leave a comment yeah. and review. So I don't know. Let us know what you think about that as well. For sure what we're going to do right now. So starting off every podcast, we're just going to go. We're going to pick a review um, just like at random. We'll just snag one. Um, and read it shout you out um, and then in the future if people leave some we'll read those as well um, and you know if you want to like say something nice say something funny whatever you want to hear us say on the podcast we'll read it all um, within appropriateness <laughs> yeah we just we really want to shout you guys well yeah it's got to be appropriate you know the first one what do you got the first you, the first, you. First the review. best been ever uh i've been watching the youtube videos and they're good but never knew you guys would do a podcast it's insane and this is from cj fire 149 thanks so much for listening to the podcast and joining us on this journey and for the rating and Mm -hmm. review you're the best (laughs) thank you so much and i'm so glad that you you know came over from our youtube videos and means the world to us all right what you got josh insane All right, I have one uh, titled Fun and Interesting from Addison Ivy. Um, I'm generally not a fan of science podcasts, but this one is super engaging. Fun hosts and a lot of interesting information. Stoked to hear more. Thanks, Addison. Thank you so much. I'm very glad that we are fun hosts and we are spewing (laughs) interesting information that people seem to want to hear. Stoked. yeah we thank love you it. so much for the review so in the future if you want to have your review read on the show just go over to apple podcast drop one there you don't even have to say something nice about the show if you want to that's great uh but if you want to like throw yeah. a knock knock joke down or something or a random science fact on the show. we'll read that um, too we love those that's true <laughs> uh, all right what are we talking about today grace 
Ah, do you see it moving back there? Like, you know, that thing you got the back of your throat? It's a little dark on the Zoom call, but... You get it. So, I get it. Um, uvulas. I get it. We are talking about uvulas today. Mine is probably enlarged right now because I have a little bit of sore throat and my throat's all inflamed. So it's probably like laying on the back of my throat or my tongue. Nice. Gross. Nice. <laughs> Guys, bear with me. I'm a strange one. Just bear with me. So the other day, I was looking in my roommate's dog's mouth. I like had the dog's mouth like pried open. Sure. It was like looking in its throat. And I was like, you don't have a uvula. And it kind of caught me Wait, off. what? Yes. So it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, why doesn't this dog have a uvula? So then I like FaceTimed my mom and made her look in like Ray's mouth. And she was like, nope, Ray doesn't have a uvula either. So I thought everything had a uvula. And for those of you that don't know what the uvula is, it's that thing that dangles the back of your throat. And if you touch it, you like gag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look in a bathroom mirror Go, real quick. <laughs> Open your mouth and you'll see. Your, I'm sure you've yeah. seen your uvula. Right? I thought all mammals had uvulas. I guess I've, yeah, I've never looked down a dog's throat, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so they, one. oh, that's always been my days is looking in dog's mouth like, oh, what you got back there, buddy? Uh, but anyway, uh, the uvula at the back of your throat is made of connective tissues, glands, and small muscle fibers. Uh, the little thing creates a very large mm. amount of saliva that keeps the throat moist and lubricated it also helps keep food and or fluids from ending up in the space behind your nose uh when you swallow so have you ever like swallowed wrong and it like comes back oh. up your nose or like you're laughing and like you spit yeah it's really oh, that's painful the worst so when you do that, your uvula did not function properly, I guess. Uh, it's just back yeah. there having a good well, time, you know. You know, It doesn't really yeah. serve a purpose, what I found in my research. It's just hanging out, having a good old time. It's considered an organ of speech, though, mm -hmm. which I think is very interesting. Uh, yeah, in English, we don't really? u utilize our uvula. But in French, German, and other languages, they use the uvula to make certain sounds. Huh. That's cool. I did not know that the uvula was used in speech. So then I was super curious. I was like, what else does the uvula do? Like, how else is it used? Like, why is it there? Because if it only serves this purpose for speech, like, of course, the dog doesn't have it. A dog doesn't talk. It doesn't speak to me. So it doesn't need a uvula. They said its function yeah. could be related to drinking water while bending over. Have you ever tried to drink water bending over? I have not. I've never attempted. I have because that. someone told me it cures hiccups, and you know how I am with my hiccups. Like I get them, and they just don't go away. Um, so I've I've tried that. Uh, the previous assumption was that the uvula is a cyclogenic remnant from mammals that drink while bending their neck downward. So I guess like to stop the water from like flowing back up, maybe after you swallowed, yeah. if your neck was like bent down drinking. So that's very interesting that dogs don't have it because they bend down right? to drink. That's what I'm saying. You know? Also, hang on. Did bending over and drinking cure your hiccups? No, it just sent water up my nose. It was not good. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, the best way that I've found to cure hiccups is you just take in air and take in more air and take in more air until you can't do it anymore and then swallow. <laughs> that was a lot. Interesting. I've never heard that one. Try that like 
four or five times if it doesn't work on the first one. Well, well, I know it's all about resetting your diaphragm is like what hiccups is. So like that makes sense that you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because it's filling your body with more and more air. Yeah, because the diaphragm's (laughs) like spasming, freaking out, freaking out, man. We're freaking out. Spazzing out. (laughs) Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Yeah, but dogs do have soft palate that humans and dogs both have. And that's like the roof of your mouth. I don't know if you've ever like scraped your tongue against the top of it. I was doing that as I was doing it. Uh, Uh If you scrape the tongue across the roof of your mouth, that's considered the soft palate. And so dogs have that too. So if you look in their mouth, everyone's going to be like looking in their dog's mouth after this. (laughs) Sorry, dogs. (laughs) But yes, we are the only mammal with a uvula. Isn't that crazy? Really? That's crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. No idea. We don't know a whole lot about the uvula, but we know it's not necessarily needed for the body. And you can actually have it removed like your tonsils. Are you ready for this? Uvulasectomy. Uvulasectomy. Whoa. Okay. Not to be confused with the other part of the body. Anyway, so if you snore while you sleep... You can actually have your uvula removed to open up the airway and reduce sleep apnea. So people that snore are like choking on their uvula and it helps reduce the vibration yeah. when you breathe in and out. So you won't have that happen. I've heard about this, but I didn't, I guess I didn't realize it was the uvula. I've heard about like getting yeah. surgery for sleep apnea and maybe, maybe it's two separate things. Like they can do both, but it was like, you know, they would go in and shave it part of your throat away to open up your airway oh your tonsils well i don't think it was related to i mean maybe it's also like maybe it's all of this stuff they can your tonsils and adenoids yeah maybe i had those removed um but it was specifically like if you struggle with sleep apnea because you're choking at night um they would go in and yeah shave part of your throat to make you able to breathe um but i did not know that you could have your uh uvula it's crazy that's crazy thing about the uvula it can grow back really yes it can grow back (laughs) so if you have it removed it could grow back it can literally grow back whoa it's like a tail but in the back of your throat (laughs) i don't like that (laughs) has your uvula ever been so swollen that it like sits on your tongue and makes you gag i don't think so i wonder if my uvula is like I don't know. Maybe my throat's bigger than uh, I've, I. I feel know. like I've never had a swollen uvula that I've like swollen really enough, swollen enough that I've like noticed it. You know, interesting. Whenever I'm sick, mine just gets like super inflamed and angry and like sits on the back of my tongue. And like if I'm really sick, I can feel it. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Huh. If this has happened to you, comment below. Let me know. I'm not crazy. But what's really cool is that your uvula triggers your gag reflex. But what's really unique, because I was like, if you have a uvula sectomy, like, do you have gag reflex? And the answer is you still do, uh, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So then it's part of the throat's just sensitive. 
yeah i was just gonna say so it's not actually like the uvula itself it's just that area that's kind yeah of sensitive. it's sensitive huh yeah that's cool so I was curious because if we use our uvulas for speech, I was in for sounds, especially in different languages other than English. Mm-hmm. I was like, animals make sounds and different noises. So why don't they have uvulas? Yeah. You know? Animals are always making noise. They're always like screaming or something. They're always. Yeah. A dog's always barking about something. Some things, but they do not have a uvula. Yeah. So. Of all the animals they tested and surveyed, they only found two underdeveloped uvulas and two different baboon species. Oh, whoa. Isn't that crazy? So two baboons have uvulas, but they're even underdeveloped. Yep. They're not even like a full... They're not a full uvula. Full-blown uvula. So it's an intermix of serious and seromuculous glands that are absent in the other mammals. So the uvula is a highly sophisticated structure capable of producing large quantities of fluid saliva that can be excreted in a short time. Both uvula and speech serve to differentiate human beings from other animals. So the uvula is like the opposable thumb. It's Basically, the opposable thumb of the mouth. It's the opposable (laughs) thumb of the mouth. You heard it here first, folks. That's amazing. <laughs> the uvula is the opposable thumb of the mouth. So that that is one of the many ways that humans are superior, I suppose, <laughs> to animals. Yeah. So they believe that at the end of the day, it just lubricates our vocal cords. Yeah. Well, you know, got to have it. So then I was curious about other things that humans have that other animals don't uh-huh. besides tails, because that's kind of lame and like whatever. Yeah, well, technically, isn't humans have like a tailbone? Yeah, we have the coccyx. Yeah. Tailbone. I love that name. (laughs) I broke my coccyx. Really? Yeah, I broke it when I was younger and it just has never healed. Oh, isn't that like incredibly painful? Yeah, it like heals, but then it'll like re-break every now and then if I'm like working out or something and it's just like kind of painful for a period of time, but then, you know, it's okay. Sounds nice. It's great. (laughs) The appendix. It Ah, does nothing for humans, but explodes in humans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Appendix doesn't do anything, right? Like, it's just worthless. TBD. They've been doing research on it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So some animals, including primates, wombats, and rabbits, actually have appendixes. Dogs and cats do not have one. Oh. Shout out to wombats. I feel like that's a rarely mentioned uh, animal. Yeah, wombats. Uh, fun fact about wombats. Wombats for the win. I'm pretty sure wombats poop squares. I think they do. I think you're right. Yeah, they like, I mean, they're not like a perfect square, but their their little poop pellets are square shaped. Look it up online. I think they're like larger than you would anticipate them to be too. Like they're not like tiny. They're like a wombat. cubes. Yeah. Oh, the 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 poop. I thought you were talking about the wombat yeah. itself. Oh, no. No, no, no. The wombats. I mean, I think wombats are cute. You could build like a house if you really wanted to with like all the little cubes of wombat poop. All the wombat poops. Yeah. Look it up online. They, this is getting a little like if you're weird about bathroom stuff. Sorry. But yeah, look it up online. They look like little brownies. <laughs> <laughs> you look it up. Yeah. Well, we know that they they have an appendix, so maybe that plays a poop into why their poop is a cube. 
I listened to a podcast about it once and I don't remember uh-huh. why they do. They have discovered the appendix has evolved 30 separate times in different species and almost never disappeared from an evolutionary lineage once it appeared. Wow. That's So that's, once it's there, it stays. But it serves very little purpose, right? Very little purpose. For anyone Ooh, that doesn't know what's sucks. going on, we have a yeah, we have a Slack for work and Grace just decided to send in a group chat with <laughs> me, her and Hunter, our COO, uh pictures of wombats pooping without any context. <laughs> and he just sent back well, an awkward smile gif. Oh gosh. Okay, back to the appendix. My question was, what is the appendix? Because I've always just imagined this like floating thing in my body and I was just like, I have no idea where it is or what yeah, it does yeah. or why it's there. Yeah. So the appendix is a thin tube in your lower right abdomen and it sits where your small intestine meets your large intestine. It's about four inches long and we have no idea what it does. But if it gets infected, it's very, very angry. That would be called appendicitis appendicitis and then you got to go in and have your appendix removed and then you got to hope it doesn't explode while they're taking it out because then you go septic and then you got bad bacteria all over your body and it's just really really bad whole thing yeah it's a whole thing you do not want appendicitis so there's actually been a lot of studies on the appendix because people are like what the heck is this thing like why is it there yeah uh and they thought it was useless But they started looking at rodents because they have an appendix as well. Mm -hmm. And they have been looking at it microscopically. And they found that it contains a significant amount of lymphoid tissue. So this is similar aggregates of lymphoid tissue uh, occurs in other areas of the gastrointestinal tract and are known as gut-associated lymphoid tissues. Gout. G-A-L-T. They don't know what gout does. But apparently recognizes foreign ingested material and kind of flags it in the body. It's like, oh, that's not good. We don't want that here. Interesting. They think our appendix does have something to do with our body's immune system. uh, And it may actually be left over from birth. And they think it plays a very important role in the early life because it grows the quickest at that point. Um, Like when they've had babies that have unfortunately not made it, they look at mm-hmm. the appendix and it's very large, which I, I don't think that had to do with the baby not making it, but that's besides right, the point. Right. They just like look at the babies and whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they think that they, it just has something to do with the very good bacteria when we're little and at birth and it just grows very quickly because our tummies can't digest a whole lot of stuff when we're babies. So mm-hmm. they think that's how it plays a part. That's really interesting. So the appendix yeah. might not be useful or useful, might not be useless after all. Yeah. Yeah. So they also think like from when I was looking at research, there was a theory from Darwin that the appendix was used to digest about a lot of leaves and we just don't have a need for it anymore because our diets have changed so much. Oh, that is very interesting. I, I am interested to see where that research goes Maybe someday we'll be like, oh, the appendix does this. We know that now. It's not yeah. useless. Which would be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I think it's kind of interesting that I think it has something to do with the immune system. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think of like when it gets angry and inflamed, I wonder if there was something in someone's body at that point where it did become so inflamed that it just 
entered the point of no return, kind of like a liver. Yeah. You know, where like a liver goes bad and so they have to remove it. So I wonder if it's kind of like that where someone was exposed to something that just really wasn't good and the body used all its power in the in the appendix to react. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but it just it could yeah. be a thing. Does it blow your mind at all? Because I, I kind of feel like this. I think we talked about this a little earlier in the last podcast on ASMR about the brain. Um, yeah. But it blows my mind a little bit that there's still many things, the appendix, in, uh, one major example, the in our body that we're just like, yeah, we got no idea what that does. We, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're yeah. figuring it out. Maybe it's the immune <laughs> system, but we're, we're not sure. Um, yeah. That, that kind of like, it's like, how at this point do we not have a pretty firm grasp on on everything going on in there? I don't know. It really blows my mind, honestly. It's kind of like consciousness. Yeah. Where we'll never fully understand it. Yeah. It's a There's little... just some things we're just not meant to understand. I and guess. it makes me angry. <laughs> the appendix is apparently one of them because we still haven't got there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder. Well, I mean, obviously, it's never going to be phased out in our evolutionary stroll through life or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's very interesting. Yeah. That it's like there. Like, why was it introduced in the first place? That's true. I hope we figure that out. I hope we find out what yeah. it does and why it is there. <laughs> Actually, there's two more things I want to talk about. But dogs don't have an appendix, but they have this organ called the cecum. That is basically used as a replacement to the appendix. It's this large pouch that's located um, where the large intestine begins and after the last point of the small intestine. Okay. So this is useful with flora or bacteria in the intestines and picks up the fecal matter as part of its normal digestion. And humans have this too. But ours is a pouch that forms at the first part of the large intestine. It connects the small intestine to the colon, which is then part of the large intestine. And we also have the appendix, which is literally like right next to our cecum. Okay. So, so like, then I-, I don't know if we need extra help producing good bacteria or what so yeah why do we have both going on in the system i don't know no one does apparently we don't know no but (laughs) we need both of them for good flora and bacteria and all the good things huh okay that's interesting so there's your intestinal history lesson for the day (laughs) yeah this one is like animals don't have this because they don't have hands like we do but i thought it was interesting and i wanted to like throw it in there because i think it's cool i wanted to know if you have it because i have it in one hand but i don't have it in the other okay so there's this thing called the palmaris longus muscle and it runs from the wrist to the elbow about 10 percent of humans don't have it it's a long muscle on the anterior of the forearm so it helps with grip strength but it isn't the end of the world if you don't have it so you can test it out by laying your arm on a table and then you pick your wrist up just like a little bit and then you pinch together your thumb and your pinky and so you create a little bit of tension and so in one of my hands i do have it but in my other one i don't so like you'll see a very distinct ridge pop up um, middle but of that's your not wrist? to be yes but it's okay. not to be confused with the muscle that's to the right that pops up it should be right in the center of your wrist because there's another muscle oh. right there that connects to your thumb okay i have a desk right here i'll, I'll do this let's see um, i don't know if like 
we can see it on video. If I turn my hand up, you can't see it. You get this like ridge that pops up though. But I have it in my right hand. I don't have it in my left hand. I definitely have a big ridge in my left hand. Uh, let's check the right here. I wonder if I can stand up and like you can see it on camera. I don't. I had the right is not as much. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's there, but then it's not there. I definitely have a ridge on my. Do you see that? On my oh right? yeah, you got a strong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that means, that's cool. Yeah. So, so that's I think it's kind of cool. That's just another thing that. It's another weird. muscle that like our body doesn't really need, but it's just kind of there. But it's just there. That's really cool. I mean, luckily we know what that one does. We know, you know, it's not like the appendix. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, I don't know. Let us know if you have the, what was it? Palmaris longus muscle. Palmaris longus muscle. Yeah. Let us know if uh, if you have that. That was interesting. That's the uvula. And That's the uvula. other weird body things, the appendix, the palmaris longus muscle. So that's the uvula, huh? That's really cool. <laughs> that is the uvula. Yeah. Well, yeah. and all the other, the appendix and the weird muscle in your wrist. Weird, weird things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. If I would have never looked in Gonzo's mouth, we never would have had a podcast. Yeah. So shout like out to Gonzo. You're not staring in a dog's <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's really cool. Hey, learn I'm, something I'm new every day. What can I say? So now we're going to move on to our random fact of the week. Um, this is something we're pulling. Random fact of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I don't got that roll going. But this is something we are pulling from our Instagram which is at Random Theory Podcast. Go follow us there. Basically, we want you guys to send us a DM of your favorite random fact, whatever it is. Like if you're an expert on something or it's just something you learned and think is cool, send it there and we're going to shout you out and read it here so that we can share uh, your information with everyone and you know get it out there so it's not just Grace and I uh, <laughs> spewing our information. We'll get some of you guys on here yeah. um, sharing what you know. Also, it would be super helpful when you guys send your fact if you can also send your source. Yes. So if you like look it up and you're like, I know this really cool random fact, send your source with it, like a link to an article, whatever it is, and we'll check it out and be like, oh, super dope. Because we want to make sure we're sharing like the most accurate and factual information that we can with you guys. Okay, so this week's random fact comes from Alice underscore. And they say the average cloud weighs about 500 tons. 80 elephants weigh that same. So 80 elephants weigh 500 tons, which is the weight of the average cloud. That's pretty crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I can verify this as a meteorologist. That's true. You probably have a little little insight on this. Clouds are heavy. People don't realize it. Yeah. I mean, how does that thing float? How is that in the air? <laughs> you have 500 tons. Every time you see like a very standard looking cloud, just be like, that cloud weighs 500 tons and it is just floating above my head. That's crazy. 80 elephants. There's 80 elephants floating above your head <laughs> at any given time if there's a cloud over you and it's, you know, like an average Joe cloud. What an image. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that fact. I think it's a mind-blowing fact. It really makes you appreciate our atmosphere and mm-hmm. kind of everything around us, honestly. It's Definitely. like super great. 
Yeah. So thank you so much, Real Alice underscore, for sending that in. Uh, again, if you've got a random fact, send it to us on Instagram at Random Theory Podcast. We'll read it here on the Woo. show. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. I hope you go check out your uvula in the mirror or the lack of uvula in your cat or dog's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And check out their soft palate. You know, it's probably not the weirdest thing you're going to do to your dog. I don't know. You have a wild animal living in your home. (laughs) Anyway, leave a rating, a review, comment. We appreciate all of them so much. They mean the world to us. They help us be a top 100 podcast every single week, which is what we want to be for you guys. Mm -hmm. And remember, I mean, if you leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, you might just be entered into a prize thing. We don't know. We're tossing around the idea. And we're going to read it on the show. So Yes. You you get a massive shout out. Leave that review. Like I said, if you want to tell us your best joke... We'll, we'll appreciate that. So We love dad jokes around here. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy your 2022. I'm going to go eat a sandwich now. Nice. Yeah, I need to eat. We've been doing this for a long time. Jeez. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I need some food. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.